Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Sugar Pills, a practical guide to self-care. If you're listening on the podcast or on Lux Life with Candy Washington, if you're watching on our YouTube channel, as always, I'm your girl, Candy, and I am so honored to help you lead a more joyful life. And today I have a very special near and dear guest, Ursula B. from Black Girls Getting Their Shit Together. I have had the pleasure and honor of being a guest on her show, and so I am so excited that she gets to grace us with her presence tonight. And we are going to be talking about Black Girls Who Manifest, because that's who the F we are. What? what? Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) But before we dive into today's episode, I want to make sure you guys know that we are doing a seven-day Level Up Your Life Challenge. It kicks off on March 1st, but if you grab your ticket, you get immediate access to our Lux Life VIP group. You get weekly coaching calls, access to our self-love, self-care, and manifestation resources, a supportive community, and also a free digital copy of our Journey to Self-Love journal with other great freebies and also other challenges that we do throughout the year. And you'll get those challenges for free if you sign up now because you'll get immediate access to the Luxite VIP group forever. So now is the time to get in. It is linked below in the description box. Go ahead, click that link and join us. If you want some of our free resources and support, then go ahead and subscribe to our Sugar Pills self-care podcast and also to this channel where I give you daily, weekly insights and all that fun, valuable stuff on pop culture reality TV through my self-care lens, self-care, self-love, and manifestation tips. So now that we have all the housekeeping out of the way, Welcome, Ursula. Hello, Candy. Hi, how are you? And as you guys come in, be sure to drop your candy canes for me and drop your light bulbs for Ursula for your aha light bulb moments. She is the host of Black Girls Getting Their Shift Together. It's also linked in the description box, so be sure to give her a follow and a subscribe. It's on YouTube, and she also has a podcast, and check out her website as well. So with that, welcome, Ursula. Thank you so much for having me, Candy. You know you're one of my favorite people. So are you. (laughs) So exciting. So let's kick off with, tell us a little bit more about Black Girls Getting Their Shift Together. Let's talk about that. What was your inspiration behind it? What you do over there? And then we'll flow into um, our manifestation tips. Sure. So with Black Girls Getting Their Shift Together, I was a Black girl slash woman, and I had a lot of shit going on. (laughs) Yes. I'm going to keep it real. Keep it funky. Yeah, I had to get my shit together. Mm. And in turn, when I started doing some self-development, working on myself and peeling a bunch of onion layers back to try to get to my true authentic Ursula, that's when I had the shift Thus, Black girls getting their shift together so that's what it is and um i always like to let people know i'm like the the wellness plug (laughs) yeah so whenever you go to my website everything the foundation is about mental health and wellness and any the wellness umbrella is so wide so it can be anywhere from sexual wellness to financial Mm -hmm. wellness to um self-care wellness it is a lot under that. So it, it's very, this has been a journey because I learned something 
every time I come on air. And that's where the light bulb emojis came from. (laughs) I love it. And you're right. And I love that you bring that up because there's so many, there's multi dimensions to wellness. There's Mm -hmm. mental wellness, emotional, physical, financial, spiritual, all of that. So I love that you bring that up. There's so many different dimensions to, to, to wellness. And it's great that you are such a great resource for us. And I always love it when I see someone who looks like me, who is not just interested in what I'm interested in, but they also are an expert in the space. And I can go to them and listen to them for guidance and comfort and all that, because it's just nice to see someone who looks like me in the space as well. So thank you for, for that. Thank you. I I agree. And it's about someone that looks like us, like you said, you know, I have a ton of black therapists, male and female, black coaches, um, a beautiful self, a black, beautiful self-care muse. (laughs) (laughs) But you know what? The self-care is actually what turned me on to you. And I said, well, yeah, of course, I love the, the key keys that you have. Yeah. I went on your website and when I saw the self-care, all of that, I went down that rabbit hole. I was <laughs> like, she's my type of people. Yes. Yes. Oh, I love that. You're my type of person too. <laughs> I love it. So let's get into our manifestation realm. So how do you define manifestation what what is a manifestation what is it so initially i used to think the manifestation would be you know something that you desire mm-hmm. and you think about it a lot but as i've been peeling back the onion layers of ursula what the hot sauce for me was it was actually feeling what you wanted and um like truly feeling it in your soul and you can already imagine it. But the the most important part is what you feel in your soul. And not only you just think about it, but embody yourself with it. That's the hot sauce right there. And I have a very good example, but we'll get to it. Oh, but. yes, we'll get to mm-hmm. it. So I, I agree. Like for me, when I think about what is manifestation, I, to me, it's thought belief energy physically coming to fruition so it's like thinking of getting their promotion and i get the promotion in one way it's thinking of and also it's not just like physical tangible things it could also be your thought energy say you're stressed right Mm -hmm. somehow that could manifest into an ulcer it could manifest into a migraine you know or if you're from that place like you're saying where you're really um, happy and you're feeling it and you, your thought and your belief and your energy you're putting out is of abundance and then abundant things show up for you. So to mm-hmm. me, it's really mm-hmm. that thought energy, that belief energy, that type of energy, because everything is energy coming into your physical world. Yeah. Your, your, your thought becoming reality. That, that to me is what manifestation is. And that's why I think sometimes people think, Oh, um, I'm a, I, I want a positive result, but they're not actually getting positive results. It's because wanting something that's positive 
is different than being a positive person. Exactly. And and that's exactly what you're getting to. It's about the feeling. It's about embodying it and then showing up energetically. And then you get to see it. Yes, ma'am. I agree with you. I use, when I think of manifestation, I think of three words and it's think, do, and feel. Yes. Yeah. So tell us your example. Let's get into it. I sure will. So, um, okay. For decades, I've been doing one type of work. I had a career. So, you know, now I'm like, mm, I love this mental health and wellness. I'm finding out about myself and how I operate, how I navigate. So I started volunteering with this company, this organization. Mm-hmm. And uh, they had an opening and I filled out for the position, but I, I didn't know, mm, I didn't embody the manifestation of it. It's just, I wanted that position. Well, they passed on me, mm-hmm. but you know what? It was still okay because I, of course I wanted it, mm-hmm. but I still continue to volunteer with the organization because I felt that strong. You hear the word felt, I felt, felt that strong about it. And it was, sir, I helped serve a purpose that I had. Well, guess what? There has been some transitions and they contacted me and they said, you know, we're thinking about it. Would you like to uh, at least apply? So after I applied, oh, I should have brought my notebook. I have it right over here. I literally wrote out the entire, what my work week would be, what time I'm going to get up. And I did it every hour on the hour. What am I going to do? And then I started acting as if I was getting ready for work, mm-hmm. even though I was going to my other career at the time. And it just it was just about the mindset, the mind shift. And, you know, I'm going to work. Mm-hmm. I'm going to work. And I will go to bed at a certain time because this is how my day was going to be. Mm-hmm. Well, fast forward. I got the job. Yay! Congratulations! <laughs> really manifest because I really yeah. the, let me tell you how detailed I even got to the point of what I was gonna eat for breakfast, lunch, and dinner that day. I love it. I love it. So basically, you used some very powerful manifestation techniques. So the first one that you use is called scripting. So Mm -hmm. scripting is when you write, it's exactly what you did. It's when you write what you want to manifest as if it has already come to pass and you contextualize it as it almost like a story, like almost like you are writing down, you're remembering what happened. Like Mm -hmm. today I went to work at 830. I ate, you know, Mm -hmm. bacon and eggs for breakfast. I got off blah, 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 blah. And you really embody it. Like you really feel it in, in, you really feel as if it is happening. So in the law of attraction, that's called um, acting as if, and then in the law of assumption, it's called living in the end. So (laughs) because there's the law law of assumption. I never heard of that. Oh girl, I got to put you on. Okay. So law of assumption to me is it, it is it. Law of assumption to me is everything. There's Neville Goddard, who's who's like the the philosophical father, essentially, of the law of assumption. And that is it. I believe in order to manifest anything, 
you we really have to use law of attraction and the law of assumption. And to me, the law of assumption is what activates the law of attraction. So basically, the law of, of assumption is you get what you believe, your belief system, aka your assumptions, you get what you believe about yourself and the world, what you believe about yourself to be true. If you say, universe, I'm, you know, worthless, and I'll never get ahead, then the universe says, yes, you're right. If you say, universe, I am, you know, worthy and deserving, and I know that I can get what I want, and I know that I'm going to go out and get it, I know this is for me, the universe says, yes, you're right. So you get what you assume to be, what you mm -hmm. assume to believe. You know, it's like what Oprah said, you don't get what you want, you get what you believe. It's based on your belief system. Mm -hmm. That's why your, that's why your self-concept, your self-talk, your subconscious mind, your default system is so powerful and it's so important to do exactly what you did, which was you consciously sh shifted mm. your mindset and you shifted your subconscious mind to be in the place of having already received what you got. You believed it to be true. You assumed your belief, your assumption was it is mine. And therefore, that's how you activate law of attraction. A lot, a law of attraction is like attracts like. And when you get onto that frequency, when you get onto that vibration, if you're on the vibration of abundance, abundance comes to you. The vibration of love, love comes to you. Vibration of X, Y, and Z, it comes to you, right? You can only get to that vibration if you assume that is true for you. So when you assume what is true for you, that is when you get onto the vibration or through the frequency, and then that activates the law of attraction. And so that is when it then comes to you because it's on your belief system. That's right? the hot sauce. Wow. That's, that's the hot sauce. And basically what you did was you activated the law of assumption through scripting. You assumed you already had it. You believed it could be yours. Mm -hmm. So then you wrote it out exactly what it was. That's that in the manifestation world, that's called um, scripting. Then what you did, which is another key thing, especially in law of assumption and law of, especially more so in law of assumption is you, it's called persisting. So then you continue to persist. So when you didn't get the first job or whatever it was that you weren't deterred by in, in the manifestation world, it's called the 3D and the third dimension is just the physical world that we see like the 3D world. So in the 3D world, they're like, oh, you're not going to get this job, but you weren't deterred because you believed, you That's assumed right. that something still was yours, that it was still yours. Maybe not this, maybe not this way, but you still believed it was yours. So you persisted. You continue to show up and volunteer. You continue to script. You continue to be in it. You continue to, in law of assumption, to live in the end. That's what living in the end is. It's embodying it as if it's already happened. And then um, the other thing that you did was you showed up and you acted as if. Yes. As if it is. So you embodied it and then act, and then showing up and acting as if, that's how you continue the activation. So when you script it out, either through writing, doing your affirmations, meditating, visualizing, when you see it, then you embody what it feels like. And then regardless of what you see, regardless of the circumstances, mm -hmm. who cares? He said you didn't get the job. One ear out the other, you continue to persist. Mm -hmm. And because you believed it, you embodied it, you persisted regardless of your circumstances by spiritual and universal law. It had to come and it did. It and, did. And that, and that is the essence of manifestation. Ooh, the chills, the chills for me.
Yes. <laughs> hey, Ibrahim. She goes, hey, y'all. Yes, to practicing that life that you want. Exactly. Yes. Absolutely. I Absolutely. love what you said about the persistence part. And it's mm-hmm. so true. I believe if I, when they didn't, when they passed on me, I didn't let my ego get in the way. Because if I did, the end result. <laughs> and I also love what you said about the embodiment of it. And you're right, because that's why affirmations are so powerful mm-hmm. in the specific affirmations, because you can say the negative self-talk. Those are affirmations as well. Exactly. Exactly. Affirmations are just a statement of belief that you say yes to and that belief could be negative or positive it's just whatever you are saying yes to is that's what you that's what it means to affirm to affirm is just saying yes if you say i'm you know not lovable that's an affirmation you're affirming you're not lovable if you say i am lovable that's also an affirmation it's making the conscious choice to affirm what it is you actually want to experience in this Mm -hmm. life Ah, and as well, the subconscious way you move too. Uh-huh. We can say everything. I am all woman. I'm great. Mm-hmm. Um, I am total. Imbi- but if we're not living that way subconsciously and yeah. we still act that way, the universe does not know. They just go on the vibes. If that makes any sense. They can't no, decide. It, it makes, no, it makes perfect sense. And you're 100% right. Like the universe understands your energy. It understands the, the frequency, mm-hmm. the vibe. And so if you, I could sit here all day long and say, I am confident. I am beautiful. I am worthy. I am amazing. But if it doesn't resonate, if I don't get the feeling, if I don't get the you know, um, the lived experience of it. It's just Mm -hmm. for not, you know, it's like, I don't believe in fake it till you make it. I believe in feel it till you make it because you're not Mm -hmm. faking anything. So sometimes when people think about affirmations, they're like, well, I'm just lying to myself. I'm not wealthy. I'm not this. I'm not that. But this is the thing. You're not lying to yourself. You are consciously creating the reality that you want to experience. So, of course, you don't have it yet. Because if you had it, you wouldn't be doing affirmations to get it. So, you're not lying to yourself. You're you're consciously creating the reality that you want to experience. Because everything you experience now in this world, in in the 3D, in the 3D world, it's just the physical world. Like, what we actually see, what is currently showing up for you, is just a projection of your past thoughts of your past belief system. So if you want to see what's projected in your world now differently, then you have to start thinking and saying and being energetically different now in order to then see it. So you're not yeah. lying to yourself. You're consciously creating the the reality that you want to experience, that you want to call in. Mm-hmm. And I think um, some tips for that is if for affirmations, one is if you if it's really hard for you to say like I am worthy and deserving or I am amazing or just whatever it is, these are random examples, you can start with I'm open to believing that I am worthy of this. I am open mm. to seeing this situation differently. I'm, you know, um, you know, I'm open to having a different perspective about this. You know, if you can't go from A to Z that quickly. Start with just saying that you're you're open to seeing an yes. experience of it. You're open to it. You're curious about it. And then I also and then 
I want you to tell me how do you do your affirmations, but I do my affirmations very, very conversational. Like I'm talking to like my good girlfriend. Like I'm like, oh yes, girl, I just got this. You know, like, oh yeah, like I'm so happy and grateful. Like every day I wake up and my bank account is bigger. Like, of course I got the job, blah, 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 blah. You know, oh, look at me. Like I'm fit, tone and lean. Can you believe it, girl? You know what I mean? Like seriously, I, because that is what feels natural and that is what resonates to me. I do it as if I am talking to like my sister or like my good girlfriend and I'm just, you know, shooting the breeze. But what I'm saying is everything that I'm manifesting and I'm talking about it, like exactly as, yeah, of course he's calling me. He's blowing my phone. He texts me. Right. He's so in love with me. I am always chosen. I am, you know what I mean? Like, oh my God, of course my YouTube channel went viral. Girl, it would happen overnight just like that. What are you talking about? Everybody wants to be on my podcast. It is the bomb.com podcast. Oprah wants me. Deepak wants me. Like, you know what I mean? It's just like, right. it just like as it's a conversation because that is what will resonate. And when you start getting the feeling, and that will also, and to me, that's also what it means to normalize your desires and to normalize mm -hmm. your dreams. If I can talk about it in such a conversational way, it doesn't seem like a lie. It doesn't seem fake it till you make it. It doesn't seem far-fetched. It mm -hmm. feels as if this is available to me. Yes, I love that. Well, I'll give you, <laughs> this is funny. I'm going to give you the sequence of how I started. Because before I never knew about affirmations. Yeah. I didn't. So I didn't know what to write. And I figured you had to write it. So I would sit there with a blank page because I had my journals. And I was like, I don't know what I'm going to write. Because I didn't know myself. So mm -hmm. why would I be able to write anything? Right. So I heard a tip where if you write the alphabet, and you write something about yourself and starting with A, B, all the way down to Z. Right. So I started that way and yeah, it helped, but I wasn't embodying it. You know what it was now that I'm thinking about it? I was mm -hmm. intellectualizing it too much. Yeah. That's what it was. So I started having, like you said, the sister girl talk. That helps me. So when I come to the scripting, I do that for the free form journaling, mm -hmm. but as far as the affirmations and that way I can just say it to myself. And I talk to little Ursula. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Little Ursula and then adult Ursula. So perfect example. This is so surface. However, I have two examples. I played tennis today. Okay. And my partner was whooping me up and down the court. <laughs> and I, you know, I started doing the negative self talk, like, damn, why did you hit it? Like, but I wasn't giving myself credit for the good shots that I was making. So I was like, mm -hmm. you know, you're better than Serena. That's how I'm talking to myself. You're going to play this tennis match. Oh, as a side note, no. guess how old my partner was who I was playing against? How old? 72. <gasps> <gasps> Shut your mouth. What? <laughs> That was the negative self-talk. You want to let this old man beat you on this with a hip replacement? Ursula, no. Get up there. You're better than that. And that's what I started. You're better than that. Your nerves, just shake the nerves off. You you know, and that was, so it helps me to have, I'm verbal. Yeah. As if you didn't know. So. <laughs> 
Side note, everyone, Kenny and I will have a podcast and then we'll talk for two something hours. <laughs> hours after. after. <laughs> oh my God. But I love it. I'm here for all of it. So yeah, you know, and then I spent a lot of time doing affirmations with little Ursula because I never, I never had that. She's laughing at me. (laughs) It it did not look good. I was like, Ursh, you got to get it together. And he was making fun of me. Oh, it was all in play, but I was like, no. So yeah, but um, on a deeper level. I had to do something for work and this literally just happened, what, five hours ago. (laughs) So it's still, and I'm still processing it, but, um, it was, it was a task I had to do and there's a lot of money on the table with, yeah, not mine, but But what's going to be given for the company. Yeah. And I have to get, um, comfortable being uncomfortable because this is a totally different career that I'm doing. And so when I say the negative self-talk was spewing out, like, you know, when you open up a dam and it's a little, and then all of a sudden it just starts spewing. And after a while, I couldn't stop it. So I had to stop and literally regroup. I did a quick five minute meditation. We can talk about that too. Yeah. Just to ground myself. And I had to process why are you having these thoughts? You can do this. You yes. will finish this. This company, this organization did not hire you if they didn't think you could do the job. You can do it, Ursula. Mm-hmm. You know, and I, without saying what I do, but I Yo, yeah, went yeah, yeah. down through everything. Uh, okay, this is finished. I didn't even talk about how I'm going to do it. I just said, it's completed. Good job. You are so freaking awesome, Earth. You yeah. did that, you know. And once mm-hmm. I grounded myself and I did not let my ego get in the way. And I was like, oh, God, just please show me how can I get this finished. And then one of my friends popped in my head and I called her up. And I thought about her, too, when I was playing tennis. And so I manifested. I had already emailed what I had to send off. And she helped me. Good. Oh and the project is complete. I can actually have a good night rest. And yes, then you you is a cherry on the top. Like I feel <laughs> good. <laughs> I love that. But I yeah, love that. I had to manifest the finished project. Yes. And feel good on what my boss is going to tell me on what a great job I did. And, and they will. I'm, and they will, and how and phenomenal this event is going to be. Yeah. So, yeah, it, it's a lot, but it's it, worth it. It's totally worth it. And a couple things came up for me when you were talking. I love how you brought up um, not letting the ego get in the way. And ego is edging God out, right? Mm. And because you think it's you. Because when you think it's you, you personalize it. And then that's when the ego will stop you. Like if they say, oh, no, you're not going to get that job. Then you personalize it. You think it's you. Then you stop, you know, or you thought that like, you know, you weren't um, going to be able to finish the project. Do you think there's something lacking in you? Because the ego gets bruised. So you stop rather than like self-talk. But I love how what you did was, and this is something that I try and practice daily as well. You surrendered. 
<gasps> because did. what you did was you surrendered because you weren't stuck in ego. You weren't stuck in, I have to do this. I have to figure this out. This is a reflection on me, me, me. You said, I know I'm put in this position for a reason. God help me. That's so you it. gave it to God. And when you give anything in this world that is a burden, that is a question, that is confusing, that is a struggle, when you surrender and you give it to God, that is when you open the door for miracles, for divine support, for divine guidance, divine inspiration. And that's when God mm. was just like, you're a friend. Girl, do you know what? I just thought it's, about it's surrender. When you surrender to God, God help me. Like the Literally the most powerful prayer, prayers you could ever say is thank you and help. Gratitude. Oh, she's swirling, but she's coming back. There you go. Yay. Here I am. Here Yay. I am. <laughs> but it's true. Thank it you and help. Most powerful prayers you can say to God mm -hmm. is thank you and help. Thanks. And God always helps you. Always yeah. helps you. And you got to surrender. Right. And the important thing is to sit still so that mm -hmm. you can move, if that makes sense. Yes. Yeah, yeah, sit still mm -hmm. so God can move through you. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, so God can move through you. So you sit still so you can have the clarity and the peace and the discernment to hear. Because when your mind and your inside is doing all this, you can't hear. There's no discernment. No, there's no clarity when you're trying to figure it out, trying to control. When you're this, there's no clarity. But when you're here, help. exactly, exactly. Here, show me the way. I'm open and ready to receive. Thank you, God. When you're here, that's when you can hear it. Yeah. That is when you. That is when it comes to you, when you're here. And it all works out. When I called my friend, we actually talked. Yep. And she's always busy. She has a lot going on all the time. And I said, oh, my God. I said, I'm so glad you answered. She's like, well, I heard what you needed. She's like, actually, you called me at a very good time. I just opened up my computer. See? And I was taking a break. And I was like, thank Won't you. Won't he do it? Won't he, Won't he do it? it? Won't he do it? Won't every he do time, it? all the time, <laughs> on time. Won't he do it? Yes, he will. Yes. And yes, you know what? Will. I had to sit still, like you said, because that tornado was, it felt like the Tasmanian devil was just, woo, the world went. So once I grounded myself, and when I was playing tennis, you know the funny thing? I just thought about this while you were talking. Yeah. I was getting ready to serve the ball, and I threw the ball up in the air. <laughs> And as I threw it up, getting ready to swing, and I'm looking at the sky, and then her name popped in my head. See? I still lost my, my tennis match. However, okay. <laughs> but I won in the end because you my project is finished. Exactly. Your project finished. You did a great job. Your bosses are going to love it. and It's going to be amazing, and you're going to get a big, fat bonus promotion very soon. <laughs> That's what we want. Yes. I have a question for you. Do you talk yes. to Little Candy? Mm, I do talk to Little Candy. I do. I I have two Little Candies. Do you? Uh, let me just get... All right. All right, you guys. I'm about to get really, really transparent with you. I have 
two little candies and I also have a wolf. <laughs> I have little candy who's about six or five and I have little candy who is like a goober, a little baby. Oh. And I also have a wolf that is with us. And what I have learned is that the wolf is protector. It's anger. And it's, yeah, it's the protector in anger. And what I realized was that the wolf was thinking that it had to use anger to protect the two little candies. Mm. That's interesting. I love it. it. Yeah, because anger shows up in so many different ways. People don't realize it. Anger isn't just, oh, she's nasty and yelling and cussing people out. No, anger also shows up as resentment. Anger shows up as negative self-talk. Anger shows up as um, not taking care of yourself first. Anger shows up in a lot of different ways because Mm -hmm. anger is just trying to protect you from Mm -hmm. getting hurt because underneath anger, it's just hurt. Absolutely. It's just hurt. Mm-hmm. So and so if until you get to the place and anger is just like a, a a piece of it. Like now I have the wolf. The wolf does not have me. Girl, you better say it. So when I need the wolf, I can activate the wolf. Because the wolf also shows up as healthy boundaries. The wolf also shows up as being able to say no and mean it. The wolf also mm-hmm. shows up as saying how I feel is my best and first priority. So when I have the wolf, that is healthy ways to protect myself from hurt. Healthy ways to create the um, yes stuff. But when the wolf has me, that's when it's the unhealthy coping um, coping dynamics that I developed to protect myself. Mm. You know, you know, staying quiet or not, you know, playing small, but underneath it was simmering resentment and anger and hurt and disappointment and all of that stuff. Right, right. So when I have the wolf, I can say, no, I can't do that. And just let that be enough. But when the wolf has me, because I don't want to get hurt or I don't want to be abandoned, I don't want to be not liked. Oh, it's okay. It's fine. But then, uh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> yes, <laughs> and then with my two candies, um, my candies and I were able to transition. Like it used to be my little candy. She was about five or six, and she used to hold the baby because she thought it was her job to protect me. So my little six-year-old brain, my little six-year-old version of me thought it was her job to protect me, to protect everybody around us, to be a people pleaser, to take care of everyone, Mm -hmm. to never have any wants and needs, to have all that stuff, right? She was holding on to little Cooper candy. But on my journey, on my healing, as I came to my authentic self, as I stepped into my authentic power, as I learned to have healthy self-esteem, to learn how to actually love myself through radical self-acceptance. Like I accept all of me at all times. And when I don't, I just say, God, let me see myself through your eyes. And then I'm able to see myself in my divinity. And that is how I'm able to love myself no matter what. So when I was able to step into that, 
now I hold the baby. Yeah. And I hold my little six-year-old's hands because now they know big candy, she's in charge now. And big candy is here to protect us. And mm -hmm. big candy has got it. And they now can relax. They can be the children they never got to be. They can be carefree. They can mm. just have fun. It's like that saying, it's never too late to have a good childhood. And that is called reparenting. Absolutely. You show up for the little ones inside of you and you say, you can rest now. I got it. And, it's, and when you show them compassion, because little Candy never should have ever thought it was her job to be responsible for anybody else. How about she, that? She was the child. She was the baby. She was the little one. It was actually the adult in the room's job to protect her. Exactly. And That's so now I get to be that adult in the room mm. for myself. See? I learned that with this shadow work coach, uh, I don't, you know, cause I am going to rebroadcast this on my channel. So shout yes! out to Rita Yvonne. Yeah. With love, uh, love you. Oh my God. And she talks about that. The same thing, the reparenting, because a lot of our parents have unresolved, uh, their own unresolved childhood issues, traumas, and, a lot of us, several of us were put in a, an adult position. A hundred percent. Yeah. A hundred percent. I was actually thinking about this the other day because I'm telling you, it's it's a journey. Like It is. You heal, but it's a healing process. Mm. Um, and I was actually thinking about my own life and I was just thinking, you know what? Like, And then about parents in general, parents in general. I was just thinking mothers are human beings. And I need to realize that they're allowed to be human. That they actually are not these, you know, sort of divine, godly beings that as little children we think they are. Like we think our parents are like, they're godly, right? Because they're there to take care of us and they're mm -hmm. supposed to be all loving, all this, perfect and all of these things. But then when you realize that they're just human like me, like I want people to know that I'm human, Therefore, I'm imperfect. Therefore, I'm flawed. Therefore, I have my own triggers. Therefore, I have my own trauma. Therefore, I have my own shortcomings. Mm. Therefore, I make mistakes. Therefore, I don't always get it. You know, therefore, I just F up sometimes. And right. I want to be allowed to be human. Mm. So how can I deny the humanity of my mother or whoever person it is when I want her to see my humanity, then maybe a part of my healing journey is seeing the humanity in her. Wow. And it doesn't absolve people for anything that they've, that they've done. I'm not talking about, I'm not talking about like true, like abuse, abuse. I'm not talking about that stuff. I'm talking about like daily life. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But maybe for me to heal, I need to accept the humanity in her. Mm, yeah. I'm just. Hey, you know, Q. He says, hey, 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 Candy and Black Girls getting their shit together. Hey. <laughs> I love that name. Red Label Confessions and Reactions. Reactions. What you reacting to, Q? Let me find out. I know. Let me find out with your hearts. 
funny. But uh, yeah, I'm just now learning that with the, <laughs> hey, I have, um, what's the word? Ah, romanticize the perfection yes. of my mother. <sighs> I'm about to check out that channel. I love that name. You got he's he's good people. He's good people. Is he? I will yes. definitely check it out. You know, I'm a sucker for names on YouTube. Like yeah, people name. I'm like, why would they name that? Okay, let me find out the story. That's always intriguing for me. It is. It is. But yeah, I romanticized her her being which was yeah mm, which made it very hard for me to see her as a human yeah but i also now realize that she put that perfection mask on because that's the people pleaser which look mm -hmm. i have picked that up and i'm putting it down i don't even want to give it back to her because i wanted to just osmosis do it again. Do it again. <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, I see her for the human she is now. And it, it's a healing process. You know, that mother wound is no joke. Mother wound is no joke. No joke. But um, I would just say for me personally, when I really got to the place to realize that my mother was a human, she was, oh, and I could see the woman in her. I think that's when I was able to shift to being her, her actual friend, if that makes uh, sense. Like an adult child friend. And, and that, that was able to shift because I was able to forgive her for being human. Wow, that's some good stuff, Candy. Yeah, yeah, and it only strengthened our relationship. Like, me and my mom are extremely close. And that's another thing. I think sometimes with society or culture, they think that if you have feedback for a parent, it's disrespect. Or they think that if you are honest about the humanity of your family, that it means you're on bad terms or there's all this bad stuff. I want to clear all that. Like, absolutely not. Me and my family and my mother are extremely close. We have great relationships. And I do never, I'm not disrespecting my mom, but I think, again, like you said, when there's this romanticism, where there's this fantasy around, you can't say anything against mama. Because mm -hmm. if you say something against mama, that's disrespect. But that's not true. You're allowed to say, this is what my experience of you is. This is how I feel. This is how you show up for me. This is what my feedback is. And it doesn't mean you're being disrespectful. It doesn't mean you have bad relationships. It just means that you've evolved to have authenticity in your relationships with these people. Exactly. So and now, allowed to yeah. feel. And not allowed to feel. And now, like, me and my mother have always been so close, thick as beads my entire life. But we have never been this close, authentically mm. close. That's good like, stuff. Yeah, yeah. Where now it's just like, it's like genuineness. And I, I get a kick out of her being a woman. And I get a kick out of her being human. And I, and I find that now more... Um, 
I actually see the more wisdom from that. Wow. Because I'm no longer living in the fantasy world that somehow my mother isn't supposed to be a human being. Right. Oh, that's that's good, Candy. That's mm-hmm. good. See, yeah. these are benefits of peeling back layers of. <laughs> yeah. No, let me tell you, because a lot of a lot a lot of my time spent in therapy was like my mother. Blah, 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 like I was just making it all about her, 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 her. But when but when you really do all of the work, all of the therapy, the self love, the manifestation, like all of that work, at the end of the day, it always comes back to self. Mm-hmm. It always comes back to what is your internal world. It always comes back to everyone as you pushed out. Everyone else is just a mirror. Until you change you, nothing else changes. So as much as I want, oh, she froze. She'll be back soon, folks. I don't know if I'm frozen or not. There oh, she goes. Yay, we're back. Sorry, you guys. I think that's on my end. I'm, I have it's on Ethernet. I don't know what's going on, but mm-hmm. thank you guys for understanding. But yes, like um, I forgot what I was saying. But yeah, we were there. We were there. We were in it. We're right. In well, the the gist of everything you're saying that you can see your mom for who she really is because you've done your work you've done your work you're still doing the work yeah that's the beauty of it yeah you know finding out new things about yourself and then other people and you also talked about other people being a mirror oh yes that's what I was yes thank you so much so again back to law of assumption Neville Goddard everyone is you pushed out And that's the law of mirrors. That's a universal spiritual law. The law of mirrors is what is showing up for you through your experiences, through your relationships, through people. It's just a mirror of what's going on inside of you. Mm -hmm. That's why, again, the work gets back to self, where it's when you change, when your concept of who you are changes, when how you show up energetically for yourself, when you when your healing is on point, when your self-esteem is on point, when your confidence is on point, when how you feel about you changes, that is when the world changes. Mm-hmm. And that is when the people who are in your life have to either A, leave or conform, or con- conform mm-hmm. to your new self-concept. So the more that I was able to embrace my own humanity, the more I was able to love myself, light and shadow, the more I was able to accept who I was, the more I was able to see clearly other people and accept who they are. And by default, because it is spiritual law, they were able to accept me. See, so the validation that I was seeking, the acceptance that I was seeking from everybody outside of me only came when I accepted and validated myself. When I no longer needed them to validate me, the validation flowed. Mm. Because I because I, I validate me. That's actually one of my meditations. I love and approve of myself. I validate myself. I, I am secure in who I am. I am my first best priority. I matter. I like um, how I show up in this world matters. I play my part in this world. I love it. I love everything. Mm, it's the validation. You're right. Yeah. You seek extrinsic validation. You're at uh, everyone else's 
they can just take advantage of you. Mm-hmm. You know, you're you're at they have the advantage. It's literally the essence of giving away your power. It is. They have the that's the thing. Nobody actually outside of yourself has any power. The only power they have is the power that you give them. Exactly. That's why some people will be like, you make me feel, I don't make you feel Jack Diddley. (laughs) (laughs) I don't make you feel a damn thing, okay? That's just how you feel, (laughs) boo-boo. Pam says amen, sister. (laughs) (laughs) It's the truth. It is so much the truth. Yeah. And, uh... (laughs) You're right. Like, I don't make you feel any way, but and then try not to engage in it because mm, that goes back to that drama triangle again. Exactly. We just, uh, we leave people on red. Yeah, yeah. sometimes that's. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. You know, it's so, you know, it's something as simple as pressing a button. And when you press that button, it's just activating that power again. Yep. Yep. It's leave them on red. Leave them on red. It's it's giving away your power. It's it's getting it's giving people the power to make you feel a certain type of way. Oh, she'll be back. Yay. So it's just it's giving other people the power to make you feel a certain type of way. And mm-hmm. and also a part of the work that we do when it comes to like our self-love and our self-concept and our confidence is not being moved. Mm. either by external so it's like what you did to get your job when that first job came along and they um didn't give it to you because god had something better because i i truly believe the only answer you have god ever says is yes right. but, he, but there's diff, but there's caveats to it i'll get to that okay but, always, but it's always yes your prayers are always answered but i'll, I'll get to that later you weren't moved mm. You persisted. You said, okay, I didn't get that one, but I know I'm getting, but I know something's for me. I'm going to continue to volunteer. I'm going to continue to show up. I'm just going to continue to script. I'm going to continue to wake up at this time, go to bed at this time. I'm going to continue to embody it and believe it. And I will not be moved. You weren't moved. It's also called definitiveness of purpose. So Mm. definitiveness of purpose is when you have an intention you have a vision, you have a definitive purpose, and that is what your guidepost is. Mm-hmm. So if your definitive of purpose is I'm going to get X job, X, Y, Z, like this, in this, whatever, you're not moved when something in the 3D or a circumstance seemingly doesn't go your way because exactly. you know that what is meant for you can never pass you by. That's and when right. you are in your authentic self when you are just in who you are when you are in your shadow when you are in your light and you validate yourself and you accept yourself and you love yourself and you're not moved you're persisting you're surrendering when you are in that space nothing that is meant for you can ever pass you by facts it has to come so true and when i was talking about prayer god always says yes the reason why we think prayers don't work or the reason why people think they don't get their prayers answered is because of this one, you either said the prayer, but you didn't believe it. Um. So were you actually like, you know what I'm saying? Like God knows your heart. Yeah. God knows your mind. 
you know, it, and the scripture says, ask for it and believe that have you have received it and it will be yours. It didn't just say, ask, it's yours. It said, ask and believe that it is yours and you right. shall receive it. People skip the belief part. If you're asking God for something and you actually don't believe he's going to give it to you, then you actually got what you asked for because you didn't actually believe you're going to get it. Exactly. He can tell. He can tell. The spirit. God knows uh, your heart. God the knows robotic. Your heart prayer yeah. affirmation yeah. or the authentic one yeah also your prayers don't get answered again a part of not believing it is you're begging god you don't need to beg god i've been guilty of that Ooh. oh yes well Ooh. i think a lot i think religion sometimes and i'm not going to talk about any particular religion because i respect all religions however mm. i think sometimes we are taught ineffective prayer Yes. We, we, we are taught prayer that is effective in the sense of keeping us hooked to the church. <laughs> right? Uh, yeah. But it's not necessarily effective prayer that cultivates your, your, your personal relationship to God. Because that is actually the only thing you need. God is, lives in us. God is in us and of us, but greater than us. And we mm -hmm. have a direct line to God. You just have to go inward and talk to God and God will talk to you. And that is the truth. You don't need all this, all this extra hoo-ha-ha, -ha, but all the extra hoo-ha-ha -ha is propaganda. It's doctrine. It's also a corporation. It's an institution. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of stuff going on, but you don't have to beg God for anything because God is infinite abundance and love and grace and support and guidance. And God want you to be happy the yeah. bible says god will give you the desires of your heart god said i want you to have life and i want you to have life what more abundantly god wants you to be happy god does not want to punish you god isn't waiting for you to be perfect god isn't waiting you to ask i mean you can ask god for forgiveness but you're already forgiven the only person who hasn't forgiven you is yourself God, you're, mm -hmm. you are always within God's grace. The only problem is that you don't realize it. Right. So how I pray, I don't ask or beg God for anything. I thank him for it. Thank you, God, for showing me the way to X, Y, and Z. Thank mm. you, God, so much for your your divine support. Thank you, God, for showing me um, how to solve this problem. You know, thank you, God, so much that I'm, you know, I am now living in my divine house or whatever it is. Thank you, God, so much that now I have amazing, beautiful, supportive friends. Thank you, God, that my family is happy and healthy. Thank you, God, that I have so much inner peace, love, yes. and joy. Thank you, God, that I have divine influence. I don't ask or beg God for anything because I already know if I have, to me, when he says, I will give you the desires of your heart, that's twofold. One, I will give you your desires. So if I desire something, God gave it to me. God gave me the desire. Mm -hmm. He said, I will give you the desires of your heart. So if I desire something, that's enough. Because I am already intrinsically worthy and valuable and deserving and loved. Mm. And God already said, I will give you the desires of your heart. So if I desire something, God gave me that desire. So I don't have to ask him for it because he gave it to me. But I'm mm. going to thank him for it. And that's activating my belief. Yeah, that sounds like a manifestation right there. Exactly. It really when is. You, when you activate your belief, that is called faith. Because I am thanking God for something that I believe to be true. 
that I have not yet seen. Mm-hmm. That is what faith is, a loyalty to a reality that you have yet to see. I have faith he will do it. I have faith it will come to pass. I have faith it's going to work out. I have faith I will be healed. I will be wealthy. I will be this. I will be that. I will be happy. I I have faith this is going to happen. I believe it. Law of assumption. I believe it. Law of attraction. I believe it. Law of attraction. I receive it. Law of assumption. Mm. Law of attraction. God said, ask for what you want. Believe you have re- believe that you have received it. That's law of assumption. I assume it is mine. That is activating your faith. I, I don't see it, but I assume it's mine. Law of attraction, and it will be yours. It mm. must come. Mm. You must attract it. Mm. So I don't ask and beg God for anything, because if I have a desire in my heart, God already gave it to me. Right. And I, believe and I thank him for it. Thank you, God, I have received. Thank you, God, blah, blah, blah. I thank God for it before I ever see it. Mm. And it shows up bigger and better than I ever could imagine. Exactly. Always. For instance, with this new position I have, excuse me, career. Yes! (laughs) Initially, it was going to be 90% travel. And I was okay with that at the time. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I I really was okay with it. And um, mm, they passed on me. Now I'm 100% remote. Won't you do it? (laughs) That's the life I'm talking about. Won't you do it? I'm remote all day. (laughs) But, you know, I still have to um, definitely stay in constant gratitude. Because if I did not, it, it wasn't going to work out the way it did at all. But more importantly is that I checked the ego. I did. That was the the hot sauce, as I like to say. That was the hot sauce. And I love that you say that because uh, as you were talking, came up for me with that was, yes, checking the ego. And I think that is the hot sauce because that's what trust is. And when you let go of control and you trust God, spirit, divinity, source, light, whatever, to me, it's God because to me, God is all of that. Mm-hmm. When you trust God, that he is, oh, and I say he, but I don't mean any gender. But when you trust God to give you what you believe that he will, and then you let go of the how you let go of the control that is the that is the hot sauce that is the sweet space for miracles that is when god shows up and shows out in your life because what you're saying is i believe enough in myself to ask for the desire to know that i have the desire i believe enough in you god i trust enough in you god to handle everything else that's why when you didn't get the first one, you weren't moved because you didn't have to control exactly how it was going to come about. You just knew it was. Exactly. And other, there are other obstacles, you know, <laughs> there were other obstacles on the way. There always will be. Sure will be. And it's, mm, I responded to them and not reacted. Mm. Yes. Right? Yes. 
because the the reaction. Oh, I have a gazillion reaction stories. <laughs> Girl, me too. I've had Ooh. I've had I've had to manifest people back in my life just so I so just to give the opportunity to respond and not react. But but that where my growth was because I was just like Candy. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> We're not going to react. We know that no matter what is happening in our three D, we know at the end of the day, you control the outcome. Persist in what you know to be true. Yeah. Take a break. Take a breather. Respond. Do not react. Mm-hmm. And that, that is the re- difference. That reaction button is. I know. Vicious. Red label confessions and reactions. Oh, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just messing with you, Q. I'm just messing with you. I'm definitely going to have to look at that, uh, that uh, YouTube channel. Let's see what all these reactions are about. <laughs> Oh my God, Candy has the prettiest frozen face ever. Look how pretty she looks. <laughs> Did you hear what I just said? Yeah, I can hear you. Thank you. <laughs> you always have the, the, like the perfect frozen face. <laughs> I'm like a meme. <laughs> a boomerang. Oh my oh God. Oh my God, that's hilarious. That's so really I have a, a, a topic because we already yes, touched ma'am. on it. All right. The meditation of it all. Yes. Go for it. Well, the prayer, this is a good segue because. It's a great segue. Right. So the prayers when you ask, but the meditation is when you hear it, at least for me. Yes. I have to sit still. I will tell you. It's not easy because I spent decades go, 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 go. Yeah. And I'm not thinking and being with my own self. But I just started getting into the meditation over the past couple of years. And <laughs> who knew? Mm-hmm. Being by yourself, you can have all the answers because everything we have is from within already. Exactly. I mean, that's exactly what it is. It's knowing that there is nothing outside of you that you actually need. Exactly. And 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 it's 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 multidimensional. One is I love like to me it's like namaste, right? Like the divinity in me recognizes the divinity of you. Mm-hmm. So we all have the divinity in us. Our spirit is connected to God. We, in my mind, we are spirits having a human experience. We Mm. are not God, but we are of God. Right. You know, it's like we are all God's children, you know, (laughs) essentially, right? Mm. So we have divinity in us. So when we go inward, that is what we're tapping into. That intuition, that heart space, that guidance, that, you know, the whisper of the Holy Spirit, whatever you want to, Holy Spirit, whatever you want to call it, in my mind, God lives within us. Mm -hmm. And when we get quiet and we get connected, then we can connect to our higher source and receive the support and the guidance and and the visions and all that stuff. And I agree with you. To me, meditation is when God talks to me. Prayer oh. is when I talk to God. Mm-hmm. So, so when true. I pray, that's me talking to God. When I meditate, it's God 
come talk to me, baby. Um, it's also in the manifestation world. It's also called visioning, which mm-hmm. is different from visualization. Mm. So I'll tell you the difference between the two. Yeah. So visioning is when you go inward and you ask God to show you the way. Like right. say, like say you had a question about a relationship or about a health problem or about a job or about anything, right? Anything that's something going on. Visioning is when you go inward and you say, God, show me my next right move when it comes to XYZ. God, show me um, what, give me, the, like, show me the way, give me, a, and it's also called a definitive lead. Give me a definitive lead when it comes to starting my business or when it comes to my relationship or my, like, whatever it is you have going on, visioning, mm-hmm. it's called a download. When you ask God to it's give real. you, when you ask God to give you the vision, it can come in an actual, like, sort of like when you saw your friend's name. That's called visioning. God mm. gave you the vision. Mm-hmm. That's visioning. Sometimes it comes and you hear certain words. You might hear a sentence. You might see something. You might, you, anything like that. It could happen during the meditation. It could happen the next day or the day after that. But visioning is when God gives you the vision. Visualization is when you use your imagination to create the vision. Right. So if I go into my own visualization and I'm and I'm visualizing myself you know what? Like I'm on a really nice vacation. I'm on the beach. I'm just relaxing. Oh, there's this, that, and the third, or I'm just visualizing, oh, I'm here, like whatever it is. Visualization is when you go into your, you tap into your imagination mm-hmm. and you create the vision. You create the little, the mini movie, you create the show. And remember that when we do visualization to detach from it, because sometimes we, I was, I interviewed this wonderful woman who's now become my mentor. Her name is Zira Mahoon. She is an amazing manifestation coach, um, law of attraction really? expert. And one thing that we talked about was we have to detach from the visualization. So the core purpose of the visualization is exactly what you did, exactly what you said. It's to get into the feeling. It's to embody yeah. it. It's to see yourself as if it was true for you. To feel what does the sand feel like between my toes? What does the sun feel like on my skin? Yeah. Oh, I, I can smell the ocean. I can smell the sea. It's to get into the embodiment. It's to get into the feeling space as if this is true. Mm-hmm. This is possible for me. I already know I have it. It is mine. But the control aspect is well, I want it to show up the, exactly the way I visualized it. That's the ego part. It sure is. You gotta let go of the actual visualization. The purpose of the visualization is to get you in that feeling space. And then another thing she said that was so great was once you get out of the get out of the visualization, hold on to the feeling. <laughs> I just told hold somebody on. that today. Hold on to the feeling. So that way, when you walk into the boardroom, you show up that confident woman. When you walk into that, when you go into that first date, you show up as that desired, sh- chosen, always pursued woman. Right. Uh, who, you know, commitment is a uh, a standard for you. You know, you walk into the store or whatever and people show you respect. You, you know what I mean? Hold on to the feeling. Mm-hmm. And that is acting as if. Mm-hmm. It's not an actual action. 
It's showing up energetically as if you already know who you are, who you be, already exist. And then when you show up differently, you get differently. Absolutely. That is so true. You know, One word I love what you said was the download. Girl. <laughs> Girl. And on top of that, and I'm talking to myself as well. Yeah. When those downloads come, how many times can you say that you've ignored the download because we let our ego get in the way because it's not in alignment with what our ego wants? Exactly. <laughs> Yeah, the downloads are real. The downloads are so real. And also, we have to remember that ego, we can't get that conflicted with people sometimes say, oh, ego is like cocky in this. Yeah, it is. But remember, the root of all of that is actually low self-esteem. The people who are based in ego, the cocky people, not confident, the cocky people are actually the people with the lowest self-esteem because they believe in image, outward, external, external control, because they're saying, I want you to look at all this stuff. Let me have all of these images and labels and X, Y, Z. So you don't actually see me because the fear is that who I am is not enough. It's the mask. It's the mask. It's the mask. So when you're rooted in ego, which is just low self-esteem and you get the download, instead of saying, I trust myself. Mm-hmm. and I am confident enough to do what I know to do, you look outside of you and you miss the chance. When you, you get better. the download to go left, you have to check with Google, your best friend. You have to check with your coworker, the lady at the Walmart, <laughs> X, Y, and Z, and they all are saying right, and you should have went left. Well, now you're just out because now you're going right with the crowd mm-hmm. off the cliff. When left was actually the quickest, easiest, highest route to where you wanted to go. Right. You can still get there, but now you got to go through all this crap that you, yes. that God was trying to save you from. That's <laughs> why you don't have to go outside of yourself for anything. Right. That is so true. Yeah. The, um, the ego, like you said, as well as the, um, the intuition. Mm-hmm. Because we're all born with the intuition. I don't care what you call it, intuition, vibe, energy. It's the same, same thing, thing, that yeah. feeling. And I will go back and think about how many times I ignored the intuition because it wasn't in alignment of what I felt or thought was the correct thing or yep. situation. Ugh. But, you know, we're all works in progress. We yeah. are. No, 100%. Because that's mm. the thing we have to remember. Yes, we are divine spirits. But we're having a human experience. And a part of the, it's like full circle. Like when I'm talking about parents, being the essence of being a human is, imperf- is imperfection. Mm. We're, we will never be perfect beings because we weren't put on the earth to be perfect. Right. We were put on this earth to remember who we are. And then when you remember who you are, that you're connected to God, that you have divinity in you and how powerful, how blessed, how magnetic, how worthy and deserving and lovable you are, then you get to play in this human experience. I love what you said, the magnetic part. Mm-hmm. You truly get what you what you have here. You will attract it. You will. 
again, that's why it's the mirror. But if what you see outside of you, and this is another thing when it comes to manifestation and why I'm so happy you persisted, that is also the essence of uh, making sure you persist because if you're pro- if the programming that you had, if the thoughts that you had and your subconscious thoughts created things in your life that you didn't want, mm-hmm. either lack or heartbreak or whatever it is, think about how many years you were on that track. You were on that track for years, that negative, low self-esteem, oh. all of that. You were on that track for so long. Mm-hmm. So if that showed up in your life now give yourself time and grace and grace to get to let the new track take effect it's not like oh today i'm doing my affirmations i've been journaling for a week nothing's happening well boo boo if you were negative for 20 years and you got happy for 72 hours give yourself a beat let it catch up (laughs) do you know what i mean and then but then this is what happens when people say, well, nothing's happening. And then they go back to their negative default and then they backtrack and they say manifestation doesn't work for me. That's not true. It is law. It always works all of the time. Exactly. Nice. And it actually is working because it's not that you negative, you never have a negative thought. It's what you dominantly think and believe to be true because again we're human and being human you will always have a negative thought mm-hmm. you will always slip up you will always drift you will always that because we're still human beings mm-hmm. but it's what is the dominant track what is your dominant thought of how you feel about yourself and what what you believe to be true about the world what you dominant believe is what shows up for you. That's why we do the scripting. That's why we do the affirmations. That's why we do the meditation to reprogram our dominant thinking so that our default is actually what it is that we truly want to experience in this life. Yes. It's just reprogramming your default system. And your default system is your subconscious mind. It's a reboot. It's a reboot. Truly a reboot. It's a reboot and a reprogram. It's reprogram. It's a repro. It's a re. You want to reboot and you want to reprogram it Mm because you want a new script. You want new code. You want new copy. That's why you're having the new affirmations, the new thought processes. It's a. It's a. It's a reboot and a. You want to reprogram. It's literally reprogramming your mind Mm -hmm. to be focused on what it is you actually want to experience versus the lack of what you want to experience. Exactly. That's why we said wanting positive results is not enough. You have to actually be a positive being because Mm -hmm. being the positive being is what attracts the positive results. I could sit here all day and say what I want, but if how I feel isn't the same, there will always be that disconnect. Exactly. There's truly a disconnect with it because it always shows up. It does. Or it'll show up in your company as well. Oh, that's why you have to be so careful with the company that you keep. Because again, it's law, like attracts like. So birds of a feather flock together. So if you are vibrating high and you're with people who vibrate low, either they need to come up and vibrate high with you, or unfortunately, you will go down and vibrate low with them. Mm -hmm. But at some point in time, you will have to match each other's vibration. That's why it's really, really important who you surround yourself with. Like I like to be around people who vibe higher than I do because I want somewhere to go. 
Exactly. Yes. And it needs to be up. Up is the only direction. Forward is the only motion. (laughs) You know what I mean? It's like T.D. Jakes. Like, you're an eagle and you're hanging out with chickens. Like, no wonder there's a disconnect. No wonder there's a problem. Like, you get your sign of vision. So if you're down here and this is all you see, this is all that you think is possible. But if you're up here and you see vast everything, then you know all things are possible. Right. I had someone tell me a long time ago, and he said, I'm fine with where I am. I know I have a lot more to offer. And this wasn't in relationship-wise. This was, oh, okay. Friendship? No, no, no. Hmm? Friendship? This, yeah, this is definitely friendship. Platonic, oh, okay. Male friendship. Mm. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, you know, he's very smart. And he just said, I, I don't want to go any further. I, I'm not fine with it, but I'm going to stay right here. And I said, okay, well... That's the chicken and the eagle you were just talking about. Yep. So. (laughs) Sayonara. I enjoyed your eggs. Peace out. Right. Exactly. (laughs) That's why I fly off. Yeah. What times do you usually meditate? Hey, exactly. Chicken heads are the worst. Chicken heads are the worst because chicken heads want to keep you clucking with them. Mm. And that's the thing. You'll never get to your destiny surrounded by people who are not meant to, who are not meant to be a part of it. Mm-hmm. And if anyone leaves you, then they are not tied to your destiny. Cause it's like we said before, when you are authentic in who you are, nothing that is meant for you can leave or miss you. Exactly. Nothing. I like to meditate in the morning. Do you? Okay. I like, I like to meditate in the morning because it's like that space. A, I like to set the tone for my day. Yes, I like to set the tone. Like if I don't have that clarity, like I'll tell you, my 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 mental morning. I'll tell you my my morning routine when I first wake up. The first thing I say is thank you, God. Yes, I do too. First thing I say, thank you, God, and then I've gotten now in the habit of saying I'm open and ready to receive your divine support. Show me the way today. Because one thing for me, I'm a creative person, so I can lack focus. Because in my mind, I literally at all times have like 15 different things I want to be doing. I'm like, I want you know what I mean? Like I have like 15 different things I want to do. So I'm always like, God, show me the way. Give me focus and clarity. What what is my priority for the day? And then I wait for that whisper to tell me what I need to prioritize for the day. Mm-hmm. And I say, I'm open and ready to receive your divine support. And then I say, thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Then I move into my meditation. Then I get out of the bed because <laughs> I don't I don't want to meditate in the bed. Then I get out of the bed and I do my meditation anywhere from, depending on how I'm feeling, like either for five minutes or 20 minutes or 30 minutes, just depending on the day, depending schedule depending mm-hmm. what I have going on where I'm at like for 2 22 22 I basically spent that day in meditation I just spent nice. that day just like girl I gotta call it all in um but then and then after that I will do uh I love a celery juice I make a nice celery juice and then after that I journal nice. I, like to, I like to journal in the I like to journal in the morning read over my goals um and then sometimes at night I'll journal and then throughout the day, if I get something that I really like, for example, this morning, I had a really good um, 
business meeting for a project I'm working on. Right. And so right after the meeting, I just wrote down, God, I'm so happy and grateful that blah, 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 blah. Mm. I was just like in that feeling. Right. I like to journal at nighttime. Yeah. Yeah. For me, that works at nighttime or you even the meditation. I try to do it when I wake up and before I go to bed because it definitely is a jump start. Mm-hmm. So you have a clean slate. Yeah. And then when I get ready to go to sleep, when I'm in that wine. Oh, down, you're so pretty when you are frozen too. <laughs> and I sleep late. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god am i still frozen no now you're back <laughs> oh my god but um yeah our, we stay on that pose ready wait hold on <laughs> <laughs> oh my god i can tell i'm sleepy i'm getting silly oh. Wow, you guys, we have been on here for an hour and 20 minutes. So if you're having we have time flies. We have it. Time flies when you're having. There goes that pretty frozen face again. Look at her. So while she comes back, like I was saying, I love to meditate just at nighttime when I'm do the morning, but at nighttime. It's like I download everything on the paper from all my downloads during the day, but I have to keep it in check because sometimes I'll just go on autopilot. Yep. And I too am a creative person. So just like when we, (laughs) this is a perfect example. So everybody who's listening pre-show, Candy and I were talking. I said, hold on, let me close out all these windows. And that's how my, (laughs) you heard how many times I was clicking. I have a lot of windows, and so I'm trying to keep it to a minimum. But (laughs) I feel when I don't meditate in that day to get that jump start, that boost, Mm -hmm. every window will stay open. Yeah, it it really does. But um, when I wake up in the morning, I always say, "I'm here." Mm, I love it. (laughs) Yeah, I would say, "I'm here. I'm here for you." And it's so funny because I actually have a green drink myself. Ooh. Yeah, I have my spinach with my spirulina Ooh. and chia seeds and protein. Ooh. Yeah, it's a nice green sludge, but it's good for the soap. Sounds delish. It is. It yeah. is. It is. Do you uh, journal, when you do journal, do you free journal or do you have guided prompts? Ooh, it depends. Uh, usually, I do a combination between scripting and just free. I mm-hmm. only use a journal prompt if I'm doing like a like a guided journal exercise. Like right now, I'm starting the uh, 40 day manifestation law of attraction workbook with my mentor um, Zira Mahoon. So. I'll do that and then I'll that those will have different journal prompts. But just like normally myself, I will just either script mm-hmm. or I will free journal just depending like what's coming up or what I'm doing. And then also very similar to what you were saying throughout the day, when I find myself frustrated or confused, I just breathe in for four. I hold it for four. I release. I do that a couple of times. And I just say, God, let it be easy. 
God, just let it be easy. God, thank you that it's easy. God, let it be easy. God, show me the way. Help. Yes, ma'am. Because life, life, life should be easy. It's, yeah. it's, it's, it's my easy button. I'm like, God, let it be easy. God, let it be easy. In that pineal gland. That's right. Exactly. I'm like, God, <laughs> let it be easy. Just, just, just let it be easy. Because again, I'm human. And sometimes... I get very irritated with like, I'm like, why is this not working? Why is this not working? Blah, 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 blah. God, let it be easy. Candy, calm down. <laughs> I'm laughing because I know the feeling. I can get so impatient sometimes. Yeah. But uh, one of my shadow work coaches, mm, she said, Ursula, put that damn measuring stick down. And she's like, you, you know, you can't always put everything on a timeline all the time. It, it doesn't always have to make sense. You know, exactly. if you're doing your work, it will work for you. Exactly. And, and to me, like, again, like we talked, like the way I know I'm healing and the way I know I'm on my path is not even so much does my life look different, but do I feel different? Because I know that no matter what, my life will eventually catch up to how I feel. Because whatever happened in my life, it's on delay. So whatever I'm experiencing now, that's delayed from past thought, past feeling. But do I feel different? Am I waking up at peace? Am I going to bed at peace? Do I have joy? Do I express gratitude? Can I find love in things? Can I find light in things? Am I responding and not reacting? Yes. That's a great barometer for how you're doing in here. Am I seeking yeah. help? Am I seeking guidance? Am I surrendering? So it's how do I feel? Do I feel differently? And when I know that I'm feeling differently, then I'm, I know I'm on the right path. And I let mm -hmm. how I feel be my barometer for everything. Yes. I love the key word you said was the feel. Mm -hmm. So what I hear, the feeling slash emotions and I feel that this is just my opinion. And I've yeah. seen a lot, a lot of us sisters, we have detached ourselves from the feeling, like the true feeling, which is why you see the reactions as opposed uh -huh. to responding, you mm -hmm. know? Yeah, because the reaction is being, is being triggered. Right. So when you're able to, it's like, what's that saying? It's like, uh. It's like still being hurt by the past is being triggered, but being able to revisit the past with, oh, no, 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 this is it. It's like feeling the past with emotion is still being like wounded, triggered, but revisiting the past without emotion is wisdom. Mm, I never heard that before. And it's kind of true because it's like, if you think about, something that had been a painful experience mm -hmm. or something that had happened. And if you can think about it, or if someone can brings it up or something like that, and you can still think about it and you can say, well, this, this happened, but it no longer hurts. Your pain body isn't activated. Then you can then say, I now took the lessons from that. I learned what that wound what that trauma what that experience what that failure what that heartache what that disappointment was here to teach and show me 
Exactly. And then you can extract the wisdom from the experience rather than being re-injured by it. Right. Because we'll stay in a loop. Mm -hmm. A true loop. And then that's when the rumination sets in and truly sets up house. I'm going to be transparent. Yeah. So a family member had so severely emotionally wounded me. And I remember I couldn't even talk about Mm. the experience because I would get this feeling right here. That's right. Yep. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yep. She's so right. You got it. And I could not speak about the experiences without feeling it in my, like, physically feeling yeah. it in my throat yeah. and how it felt literally was like I I ate a loaf of bread with no water to help it go down and Ooh. I would cry uncontrollably now <laughs> yeah then it, well excuse me then it transitioned to I'm angry right AF. the wolf the wolf. It was a wolf, gorilla, bear, snake. Yeah, yeah all of turtle, it. It was, was going to protect you. You aren't going to feel this ever again. Exactly. Yep. But like you said, the more you heal. So look, I'm talking about it now. Yeah. And, you know, not saying it doesn't hurt ever, right. but it's like you said, the processing, what that wound was. And, um, when I had my light bulb moment, mm-hmm. I literally, you know, I literally felt like someone finally gave me water and I was able not even to swallow it, but to let it out. Cause I was always so much putting and packing the emotions down. Oh, I'm a strong black woman. Yep, Nothing's going to hurt me. Look at my S on my chest. No, yep. ma'am. That's little Ursula. That's eight year old little Ursula talking. Yep. So adult Ursula gave little Ursula's, you know, like the, uh, what is it? The Heimlich? Yeah, the Heimlich maneuver. So she could get it out. Let that trauma out. Yeah. And um, that's when the responding started coming. And it started doing this with the reaction here and the responding. Let me see. She goes, Candy, you are so powerful. I really need this night. Oh, you're welcome. That's awesome. And I want to give that back to you. You are also very powerful. And if you were yeah. here tonight, I really believe you were called here for a reason. I feel like we were all called here tonight for a reason. So thank you, Wanda. Yeah. I appreciate it. It is so true. It hey, is young. True. Hey, Young Rich. Yes. Hey, I like that name. Young Rich. Br- Let me see it again. Yeah. I will tell you this. My candy cane community, we are all good people. We are all high. We're high vibe, no drama, no stress, no problems. Candy cane community, we're good. (laughs) We're and we're staying clean. That's a reflection of you, ma'am. Thank you, sweetheart. Thank you. It really is. we're, We're staying clean. I don't even have mods. I don't even need them. (laughs) <laughs> I don't need that moderators anymore. I, like once I shifted, I didn't even need a moderator because the only people I'm attracting are high vibe people. Manifestation. Manifestation. We that full circle right there. Very full circle. <laughs> and also, like as you were saying, another full circle moment 
at the top of the show when we're talking about what is manifestation and I was like it's just energy that shows up right that mm-hmm. shows up in a in a physical tangible way that is what was happening t- to you the trauma that that person put you through trauma is energy because it's mm-hmm. everything in this world is energy everything mm-hmm. is energy it is. and energy cannot be created nor destroyed it can only be moved or transformed right mm-hmm. so once that tr- once you got the trauma in your body it wasn't moving no the, the energy it wasn't. was stuck the energy was the trauma was stuck and it kept and me emotionally stuck and it had kept you emotionally stuck and then you kept reacting because when we react to our triggers, it's just our minds and our bodies and our souls trying to get a different outcome. Mm-hmm. If I shout different, if I fight different, if I say nothing different, if I shut down different, if I do what, blah, 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 blah. The loop. This, the loop. This time I will get what I wanted. This time I will change what happened. That's why you stay stuck because you're trying to get what you didn't get the first time and that's why that energy is stuck there but when you do the work and when you heal and when you allow yourself to scream when you allow yourself to break open when you allow yourself to let it out to shine the light of awareness because the reason why it was stuck in the darkness of your throat was because you refused to shine your light of awareness i'm strong I'm not hurt. I got this. That's all illusion and delusion. Mask. It's a mask. Mask. But when you allow yourself the luxury of awareness to say, what you did hurt me. Yes. You shine a light on that darkness. And that is when that energy moved. I use my voice. And that's when you transform your pain into wisdom. Mm-hmm. The energy wasn't destroyed it was transformed literally 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 i felt a hundred pounds lighter yes young rich says we love good taste (laughs) high vibes (laughs) hey v carter thank you ladies your insight and your time bless you bless you too v i know bless you give us some tears Facts. Hashtag candy canes have high vibrations. Yes, we are high. We high. We vibe high. We have good kikis. We come together. Whether it's our um, reality TV kikis, whether it's our lux life sessions and, sh- and uh, self care, like tonight, we vibe high. I told yes. you, I don't even. I don't even ask people to mod because I literally have nothing but decent, honest, great, high vibe mm-hmm. people. That's amazing. Yeah. That is so amazing. V yeah. Carter. Carter. I love the black love hearts. Me too. I do. I sign all my uh, text messages with my black hearts. Will y'all do more of these? Yes. Young Rich, if you um, missed it, I actually reposted um uh, uh, interview that Ursula and I did on how to stand in your power in the face of criticism. And oh. I've also been on Ursula's channel a couple of times and it's yes. linked in the description box. So everybody watching, be Thank sure you. to subscribe to Ursula, hit up her podcast and her website. And yeah, we'll definitely be doing more of these because we buy high. <laughs> Facts. <laughs> 
But it's the, it, it really, it really is the truth. You know, the more, and we've talked about this before. So yeah. I'll talk about our behind the scenes. The more we heal, is the more people that we attract, just like you attract yeah. your beautiful candy canes. Yes, I love you, candy canes. You know, and before I used to think you connect with, mm, aha moment. Here's the light bulb. Mm-hmm. It's the quantity of time that I've known the person. So I find myself holding on to past relationships, past friendships, staying in that loop. That loop is no joke. That toxic loop is no joke. So I would think because, well, I've known them this long. Oh, we dated this long. Yeah. Now that I'm still continuing to do the work, I track people like yourself. You know, we talk and it's just, it's free. And more importantly, there's no judgment. Zero. And we come up with our authentic selves. Yep. You know, I've hear words that we've talked like, that made me sad. And, you know, I was embarrassed, that hurt. You know, yeah. there's no mask with it. Nope. I I'm really, it. I'm really, what, what you see is what you get. and i tell people that and and like what you you see is what you get like Mm -hmm. it is what it is it is what it is and that's Mm -hmm. how we should all be i feel like we should Mm -hmm. all be and it sounds hokey but it's true i feel like we should all be the stars of our own lives absolutely the leading men the leading women of our own story and if you have to cut people you got to cut them if you got to keep people you got to keep them but it becomes i was also talking to zira about this again it's all about inside right yes so when i was healing and and again it's a process but I've, i've come a long way and now I have a lot of inner peace. I have a lot of joy. I have a lot of inner peace. And it's it's addicting. Like I, I lo- like I like my peace. I like my calmness. I like my joy. I I feel good. So when some energy comes and it's chaos, it repels. Because mm-hmm. if I'm like this and you're like this, boom bye. Bounces off. Bounces off. I will not be moved. So people who are like this either have to be removed at some point or they don't even come because they know I'm not with it. I'm not with the shit. You know what? That is so true because it's like that one in my dating life. Yep. Some men, yep. they don't even come. With... <laughs> oh, thank you, V-Car. And she stole my name correct. <laughs> thank you. I appreciate that. But you're right. Some men won't even, they will not even approach me. And I'm a very approachable woman. Yeah. You have a very open spirit. Thank you. Yeah. But before it was too open because of the people pleasing. So now instead of putting a wall up, I have lent myself to having a gate. Yeah. Boundaries, not barriers. Bam. Boundaries. It's not a barrier to your health. There's just a boundary that you mm-hmm. that you have to respect and there's a standard that you have to have but you have mm-hmm. entrance but just depending on what the boundaries are cuz boundaries is a space where i can love me and love you at the same time yes and yeah. know the difference between the boundaries the gate 
or a brick wall or a brick wall which is the barrier and that was what keeps people because you're so scared of getting hurt you have this barrier up but when you realize when you have a barrier up the hurt can't get in but neither can the love Mm, can you say that again when you have your barrier up you think the hurt can't get in but you're still hurt over here even though you're by yourself you're hurt yeah neither can the love because Mm -hmm. a barrier does not distinguish it's like when you are numb and you deny your feelings, you can't just deny hurt. You deny all emotions. That's why people walk around, they're numb. They can't feel joy. If you can't feel pain, you can't feel joy. If you can't Absolutely. feel hurt, you can't feel happiness. We need shadow and the light. So when you numb yourself to one, you mm-hmm. numb yourself to all. But, and again, so like true. I was saying, like now that I have my inner peace and it's so peaceful and it's calm, people who are like this no longer come. But also what I realized is that before when I was like this, when my inner was chaos, when my inner was confusion, when my inner was wounding, when my inner was trauma, when my inner was codependency, and somebody came along, what happens? Like attracts like, and we would just roll together. So now we are in this tornado of confusion and drama and conflict and blah, 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 and codependency and all of this Mm -hmm. stuff because it is law. Like attracts like. So when I am like this, of course, I attract unhealthy relationships, frenemies. It's a toxic dance. Family trauma, right? Because like attracts like. But when I am like this... I cannot attract this. You can't. It doesn't. It just won't work. It truly is like oil and water. And yes, is my (laughs) on repeat. Yes, how do you pronounce that name? Wait, hold on. I always say um, Ibadashid. That's a beautiful name. Yeah. And she says, I used to be numb. Me, me too. Me I couldn't too. feel the bad or the good. I get it. Thank God that I'm healing. Yes. Thank God for your healing. Thank God for your healing. And I, I identify with you. I used to be numb too. too. I used to be so numb to my own wants and needs because it was a coping me- mechanism. Absolutely. Because in my, in my little candy brain, it was easier to be numb and deny than I had needs than to be in a state of fear that my needs and wants would not be met see it's the denial and the numbness that our mind uses to keep us safe that's exactly what that is it is the the true fear is that if i have a want or need it won't be met you know that goes so let me just pretend i don't have any wants or needs because that will keep me safe that's the delusion that is the denial that is the numbness Hmm. I was like that. Uh, I totally relate because when I was younger, mm-hmm. showing emotion got you nowhere. You were shut down. So it wasn't safe to be authentic. It wasn't safe to be true to yourself. It yep. wasn't safe to have a natural human feeling as emotions. I remember there have been times I would stuff the tears down. Yep. You know, and there goes the genesis of a super black woman. Yep. Girl. <laughs> no, yep. it just long term, it doesn't work. And thank 
yeah, it just, it doesn't. We it doesn't may work. think it does, but it really doesn't. You know, like you said, that numbness, you you can't, anything in or anything out. And that's what creates the barrier. Exactly. That's what creates the barrier. Like you think you're protecting mm-hmm. yourself, but you're, you're actually blocking yourself from everything. You know, mm-hmm. and, and that's the beauty. Again, it goes back again to our humanity. Yes, we are divine beings having a human experience, human experience. And a part of being a human is having all of the emotions. It's being pissed off. It's being angry. It's being happy. It's being joyful. It's having trauma. It's working through the trauma. Like that is what the essence of being a human is. Right. And so when anybody tells you you're being too sensitive or you're being emotional, tell them to F off. And that's exactly. not a person for you. We're not you, doing gaslighting. We're not we're not doing gaslighting. Nope. So it, nope. and that goes back to knowing who is safe and who's not safe. Mm. And, I, and this was this is how this was a big part of my own healing. My therapist once asked me, Do you think you can hold space for your own hurt? Ooh. Because I kept trying to go back to the person who injured me in the first place for my healing. Why am I continuously going to the person who injured me for the healing? That's that loop. I, I'm going to get something different this time. That is what keeps you stuck. This yes. time I'm going to get it. No, you're not. Cause people are who they are. Can you hold space for your own hurt? And that is when I realized that the safest person I have to make in this world is myself. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I have to be the number one safest person to hold space for my own hurt. Mm. And and the way you hold space for your own hurt is allowing yourself to feel it, to acknowledge it, to honor it, to work through it, to cry, to, to be pissed off, to allow yourself to be angry, to feel what your emotions are, to validate yourself. You don't have to say, what do you think about this? Do you think I'm overreacting? What do you think about this? Would you be hurt? You don't need anybody else to validate how That's you feel. Me. Yes, that, you don't need that anybody that. else to validate. I remember I, I was telling you, like, well, you didn't ask my opinion. Well, I don't need your opinion on how I feel. Mm-hmm. Exactly. How I feel is how I feel. And I am a healthy enough person to hold space for my own hurt. Mm. That's some good stuff. Mm-hmm. That's some good stuff. Hey, young rich. It's okay to be selfish at times. Absolutely. I really think it there's a healthy selfishness. Yeah, I don't even think it's selfish. It's, not even think selfish. it's self-preservation. It's self-preservation, it's self-care, it's care of the self. It's it is self honestly, love. I think I think holding space for your own hurt is one of the most radical ways to love yourself. Mm-hmm. Because that is true compassion. When you hold the space for someone, think about it. If you, if there was a kid, if there was like a, say my niece, she's like six. If she was hurt about anything, I would hold the space for her hurt. I would be like, oh my God, sweetheart, what happened? Talk to me. You can right. cry. It's okay. I'm here for you. Like, don't worry about it. No, it's okay, sweetheart. Like I would hold the space for her hurt. I would let her know that it was safe to feel exactly how she felt. Mm-hmm. I would be compassionate toward her. Why can't I be compassionate toward myself? 
Exactly. You're right. Have that secured attachment to yourself. yourself, Where I am. And it's also trusting yourself to know that you can feel your feelings without being consumed by them. I can be angry, but that does not mean I have to become an angry person. Because Mm -hmm. the truth is the most, the people who become angry people are the ones who deny their anger. Exactly. That's why they go to what? Anger management because they need to learn how to manage their anger. Healthy Mm -hmm. people know how to manage their anger. When I get angry, when I get pissed off, I allow myself to be angry and pissed off. Just because I feel angry doesn't mean I have to act angry. Exactly. Exactly. And that is the essence of emotional intelligence. Not never feeling pissed off or angry, but it's how do I navigate my anger in a way that is healthy for me and for others. That is emotional. How do I navigate my hurt? How do I navigate my pain? How do I navigate my trauma? Mm -hmm. It's not never having trauma, never having pain, never being pissed off. It's how do I allow myself to be human in the highest, healthiest way for me? Exactly. That is what emotional intelligence truly is. Mm-hmm. How do I safely hold space for my own pain? Yep, you're right. Show up for yourself. Show up for yourself. Ooh. Even as she said, you got to be selfish before you can be selfless. Exactly. Self-care 101. Yes, 100%. ma'am. Hey, V. Carter, you have to nurture on yourself. Exactly. Because before you have access to nurture someone else. So, yes, self-care. Exactly. Which black women should allow more for themselves. Yes. Always fill up your cup first. Exactly. You have to. If not, you'll be depleted. You're wondering why your hair is falling out. You're wondering why you're snapping at people. You're wondering why you can't even attract a secured, healthy relationship. Exactly. With family, friends, man, woman, whatever. whatever. Oh my God. Exactly. And and it's so true. Mm -hmm. And I always think of it, what is in the cup? That's for me. When mm-hmm. I fill my cup up, what's in my cup is for me. Mm-hmm. How my boundaries, how I feel about myself, my priorities, my love, my agenda, my purpose, all of that, my time, my energy, my attention, my effort, what's in my cup is for me. Yes. But my cup runneth over. And what runs over is for you. Right. That's why they say fill your cup up first. Mm-hmm. So when my cup, so when I'm giving to everybody and I'm doing for everybody and the overflow starts to dry up, drive up, drive up, and I start to see it dip into my cup, that's when you, that's when you have to have that self-care in place. That's when you have to say, no, I can't do that. I'm going to sleep in today. I'm going to start exercising more. I'm going to start meditating. I'm going to cut off toxic friends. I'm going to cut off this toxic relationship. I'm going to focus on me. I'm going to take care of myself. I'm going to fill my cup back up. I'm gonna say the word no. I'm gonna say the word no. With unapologetically. A <laughs> I'm gonna leave you on red unapologetically. And so I love it. I love it. You know what I mean? But that's why you wanna have a lifestyle of self-care and self-love. You Absolutely. want your default system to be that. So it shouldn't be in in an emergency when you're depleted. Now you wanna do all this stuff. It's that daily practice of filling yourself up first. Exactly. You know, it's so funny you said that about the filling up. My, I was telling my therapist 
before um i forgot what this oh i do remember this situation and i told her i was like i'm really pissed off about this and she said well what did you do and i said well i kept i stayed in it and she said ursula that's just like you you know you you're driving from, I don't know, New York to California, and you're just picking up people along the way, and you're just going to keep driving and driving, but you're getting fulfillment by helping other people, and you're not even filling up your own gas tank. Yep. So why are you getting upset at the people in the car? Because you never chose to stop, fill your gas tank up, and keep going to your destination. You're, you're, more, important, you're more into pouring into others. Yep. So you put your own gas in your, fill your own okay. gas tank fill, up. Yep. And like on the airplane, put on your put on your mask first. Same thing. Because exactly. you 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 cannot give from an empty cup because what you're giving actually isn't true giving. It's people pleasing. It's false validation. It breeds resentment. It breeds burnout because, and it, and it, and it also creates um, expectations that may not truly be there. Because you I know, know what? for manipulation. me, manipulation. Because I know for me, on my codependent journey, I got I when I started to like heal and like really evaluate myself and how I was showing up in the world. I would give my cup would be empty, but I'm still giving. I'm still giving, and then the moment somebody would not give to me what I thought they would give, I would get so resentful because mm -hmm. my expectation was, I always say yes to you. I always give you everything. How dare you? How dare you? The one time I need you, the one time I need your support, you're not there, blah, 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 blah. Guilty. But the Guilty. truth is, I should have said no when I did not want to do something. Mm-hmm. Because then I can't resent the person. Exactly. Because then I'm actually being authentic to myself. I'm being true to myself. And I'm not abandoning myself. Mm -hmm. Because that is what it, that's what codependency is. When you abandon yourself for others. Yeah. I actually want to say no, but I'm saying yes. In actuality, it really is self-abuse. It is. It is. And that's, and that's mm -hmm. how things show up so differently. Like being negative to yourself and being abusive to yourself, that is a, a form of self-harm and self and violence to yourself. It really is. Like like some people who grow up in like um like truly, truly like abusive households, you know, like like act like really like in that vein, you'll have one kid who goes out and is violent outside right they mm -hmm. might beat people up they might pop off they might fight all the time because mm -hmm. again everything is energy so that anger that that abuse energy has to go somewhere because they're not dealing with it so they're thinking better out than in and they're just do, 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 right mm -hmm. or you could have the same person in there who turns it inward how does that show up self-cutting eating disorders, getting into abusive relationships where you are abused. Exactly. Um, recreating the loop. Recreating the loop. It shows up as anxiety. It shows up as depression. It shows up as eating too little, eating too much. It shows up as drug abuse. It shows up as sexual addiction. It mm -hmm. shows up as 
codependency. It mm-hmm. shows up as all of that stuff. Sure does. But it goes somewhere. Overworking. Overwork, overworking, <laughs> overexercising, mm-hmm. um, perfectionism. It goes somewhere. And it's all rooted in that feeling of I'm not good enough. That toxic shame. And toxic shame. Yeah. 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 This is some good stuff. Yeah. It really is. Actually, it feeds my soul. Me too. (laughs) My cup, guess what? My cup is full. (laughs) Kidding. My cup runneth over. You guys can have this. Have it, 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 have it. Oh, this girl is so funny to me. <laughs> this is some good stuff. It really is good. I love having talks like this. Me too. It fills me up and I feel like it's so healing. And I and I feel like um able to be honest about my own humanity is so healing. And it gives everyone else permission to do the same. Because it's so mm-hmm. true. Shame keeps you sick. It does. Shame keeps you stuck. Shame keeps you in secrecy. In secrecy, we all know, is that number one thing in your throat, thing in your stomach, all of that stuff. It keeps mm-hmm. you sick and it keeps you stuck. It and does. it's toxic shame. And the truth is, none of us should be ashamed because if we're keeping it all the way funky, Every person in this world is a human being. Therefore, they have gone through some type of shit. Exactly. Some type of abuse, some type of trauma, some type of pain, some type of loss, some type of whatever you want to call it. That's life. No one gets out alive. Mm -mm. No one. No one. And the more we start to talk, the more we realize how much more we all actually have in common. Exactly. That is so true. Even when you and I talk, we didn't realize how similar. How similar, yeah. And that's the thing. It's like when you that's what shame does. Shame keeps you in a toxic cocoon of thinking, I'm the only one. Everybody else is happy, healthy. Nobody else has these problems. I can't, if I, if I show them who I really am, I will be abandoned. I will be laughed at. I won't be loved. I'll be the odd person out. I'll be all that stuff. But the truth is the more you show up authentically to the safe people, the more loved you actually are. Exactly. Cause before it would be so easy. Well, you know what? I'm the only one. So guess what? I'm going to put my mask on and I'm going to keep it on so I can look perfect and whole. I know, girl. I know. That's why I can share and still learning to share and just like, hey, this is real. This is it. I need to make a, I need to coin another word because like, I obviously I love namaste. The divinity of me sees the divinity in you, but we need one for the humanity in me sees the humanity in you. Because that, that's really that, that's, that is actually that real connection. Mm-hmm. Oh, girl, you're human too. Oh, what relief! 
Right. It takes that shroud of yeah. judgment away. Oh, 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 you have, you have hard times too. You cry too. You've had these problems too. Wait, your life wasn't perfect. Oh my God, I'm not alone. And that is also the essence of empathy. Mm, I mm. see, I, I see you. Yes. I see you. And I think that's another thing that's so powerful to bear witness to someone's story without judgment. Yeah. And it's again yeah. about can you hold the space for my story with mm-hmm. loving compassion? Mm-hmm. And that's really what it is. That's really what it is. Oh, you had childhood trauma too? Oh, you talked to your little girl too? Okay, let's do this. You know what I mean? Like, right. let's do this. Yeah, you know? Like, yes, let's do this. One of my friends, I met her on a surface level and we were at a an athletic event and we, I mean, we just met. So we kept everything surface level and we always kept in touch. It was something about her. We just, I don't know. It was, we definitely, the energies were drawn. So about a year after we met, oh, and I was going to therapy. So I was at a point where I wouldn't tell anybody I was going to therapy. Right. But now I'm yelling it from the rooftop. So she, she said, well, Ursula, well, um, what are you about to do now? And I said, well, I can only stay on for about 30 minutes because I have to go to the therapy appointment. And she's like, you're in therapy? I said, yeah. She's like, I didn't know. And then she was quiet. So I knew she was processing everything. Yeah, right. And she's like, I would have never guessed. I was like, girl, let me tell you. <laughs> she told her one story of a gazillion. She became quiet. And then she started bawling on yeah. the phone. She could not stop crying. And she's like, I never knew. I thought it was just me. We literally had mirror lives, just the experiences. Oh, my God. And then some weren't the same, but because we held space for each other. Do you know I have bonded with this woman? Yeah, And she's right here in the same city. So we'll see each other. We have these beautiful conversations like you and I have. But it's just that we just we opened up and showed up as our true authentic self and like, Hey, I'm not the super black woman, superwoman. No powers. Not for real. Those are fake powers. Cause you know what it is? No, you, you have superpowers. It's just a different type, right? Right. It's, That's it's what I should have said. Like, they're different types of superpowers. But again, it's law of mirrors. Everyone is you pushed out. So the moment that you were clear on who you were and you were accepting of who you were, what you saw reflected in her was her ability to be true about and clear about who she was. Mm -hmm. So when you were vulnerable, what was mirrored back to you? Vulnerability. Vulnerability. But as Mm. long as you were wearing your mask, what was mirrored back to you were other people wearing masks. That's right. Because we could have kept it at that surface level. We could have kept it surface. But when you changed, she did. Yes. And that's how it works. When we change, our circumstances have to. And the people who come into our lives have to conform to us. But it starts internally. Because mm-hmm. as long as you had your your mask on, she was going to keep her mask on. Because everyone is you pushed out. Exactly. Exactly. Everyone is you pushed out. (laughs) 
So true. Yeah. Mm. Ooh, V says, maybe create your own word to represent the phrase recognize person humanity and having empathy. Exactly. To recognize both. Like, namaste was created. So maybe create your own word to use. That's what I did. Exactly. Yeah, I am. I'm gonna throw out a word that you means like, the humanity in me sees the humanity to, in you. Yes, because that's what it really is. That's what to me. That's what communion is. Absolutely. When you commune, when you have true community, it's about I see you and I support you and I hold space for you. That's the true essence of community. Hmm. We hold space. And that's actually a big reason why on my channel, I never say we're family ever. Mm. And I'll tell you why. Yeah, I was going to ask. I'll tell you why. Because to me, I think the word family can be so manipulative. And I also think the word family is so heavy. Because when you think about things, you think about childhood trauma, you think about family dynamics, you think about hierarchy, you think about always having to have a blind allegiance. It's do or die. It, you know what I mean? Like family. Family me, first. Family first. Family above all. Family. to, And it's just like, oh, we're family here. So and it, you know what I mean? Like family can do anything, blah, 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 blah. I think family is such a loaded word. And I mm -hmm. think that family is easily a word that people use, particularly on social media, YouTube, all this stuff to get away with doing a lot of crappy things, but say, oh no, you guys are my family. You're my YouTube family. No, you're not. Over here on my show, we are a community. Yes. Because a community, we're all equal. A community holds each other accountable. A community is supportive. Mm -hmm. And a community is a choice. I choose to be a part of this community, but you're born into a certain family. So you kind of feel like you can't get out of it, right? Mm -hmm. So, and that was born out of the whole thing with um. I'll, were you ever there with the, the avatar lady? She used to always call them family. Her like, whatever. Oh, she did. She did. Manipulation. And, I, very, and it's a manipulative because if, if, if I'm calling somebody family, there's a lot that comes with that word. It can be loaded. It, it, family is a very loaded word. So over here, we are a community. We are here mm. by choice. We respect each other. We support each other. And we are all equals. We're a community of people. Mutual mm -hmm. respect and support. So I, I, for over here, we're not family. We're community. The, we choose uh, to be united. We all have our own families. <laughs> but over here, we are a community. We're the candy cane community. I love the one word you said in that. There by choice. There by choice. They're by choice. Mm -hmm. But says, I agree. Your real family can be tricky enough. Exactly. Still learning how to navigate that. Me too. I love Me the too. hashtag candy cane community. Oh, thank you, sweetheart. Mm -hmm. Yes. We, the candy canes, we are a community. We're here by choice mm -hmm. and we support each other. And I also believe that community usually has a uh, unified vision or purpose. Mm -hmm. And over here, it's just to have fun. And I always say yeah. that. I say a key key is better with community. Like that's one of my phrases. You do say that. Yeah, yeah you do say that. I always that. say that. I'm like, share this with a friend because a key key is better with community. We're a community. We respect mm -hmm. each other. We're here by choice and we're all equals. Family, that is a very, very loaded word. And I think a lot of people use that word to manipulate and to control. Yeah. Exactly. And I don't want to ever do that to my candy cane. 
I think we had a good kiki tonight. What do you I think? think? I think we had a good kiki with a great community. Yeah, we kikied with the ladies in the yes. in the comments. Everybody yes. was kikiing. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, you guys. We have been here for over two hours, so we are going to call it a night. But if you are here, be sure to like this video, subscribe to my channel. Also, be sure to check out the description box and subscribe to Ursula at Black Girls Getting Their Shift Together as well. And don't forget, we are doing a seven-day Level Up Your Life Challenge. The link to uh, pick up a ticket is in the description box. It kicks off on March 1st, but you get immediate access and lifetime access to our Luxi VIP group. Mm. We do weekly coaching calls around self-care, self-love, and manifestation. You'll have access to all of our resources, a supportive community of people. And then also you get free access to the challenges that we'll be doing throughout the year. So now it was a great time to go ahead and get that ticket. If you just get it once, then you have lifetime access to Luxite VIP group. So get in there. Oh, and you also get a free journey to self-love journal. You get a free digital copy. So yeah. That sounds amazing. Yeah. So V Carter is clapping. Hey, sweetheart. Hey, young rich. Showing some love. Evil as sheath is such a great conversation. Oh. Yay! Thank you, sweetheart. So, parting words, Ursula. Do you have any parting words for us? Hey, Tanisia. Hey, sweetheart. I like that name. Me too. It's beautiful. It is. Uh, parting words. Hmm. Maybe some parting phrases to listen to your intuition. Because we're all born with it. It's just what we choose to do with it. Are we going to listen to it? Or are we going to ignore it? And that it's safe to be your true, authentic self. And just love on you. Because if no one else is going to do it, you got to do it for yourself, right? Exactly. Yeah. So, um, that, ah, love it. <laughs> yeah. Be, it, it's safe out here. And if you're not sure, you 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 have a community right here. Yes. It, it, it's safe. It's safe. It's a safe community. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And I guess um, my last parting words is whenever you feel overwhelmed or confused or unsure or sad, ask God to help you. Mm-hmm. Go just focus on your breathing, go inward and just say, God help. God yeah. help me. God show me. Because mm-hmm. your divine support and guidance is always there for you. Just remember that that you, the only trick is is remembering that it's there. It is. We just have to sit still so we sit can still. hear it. Sit still and and, and, and trust it. Mm-hmm. And you will know that it is divinely given because there will be a peace and a calmness. God speaks to you in whispers. Facts. Yes. Love it. I love you guys. You guys have a great night. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and share because all of this is better with the community. I love you guys. Bye. Good night. Bye.